Hello everybody and welcome back. Last week interesting and exciting things were found out, including bugs. Who would have thought? This week the crew is going to get together and talk about what they want to do next, because bugs are no laughing matter and could take some special preparation, whether or not the Johnson's screwing them, that kind of thing. In other news before I get out of the way, we are planning a meetup at Gen Con, a, you know, official without a net meetup thing. More details will come with that as I talk to Oz and Mary Sue during the State of the Pod, which I hope we're recording sometime this weekend, along with intending to record the Endgame episode just so we can talk about Endgame, because it was kind of a big deal, and everybody should have seen it by now, and I'll still put a spoiler alert in it. I plan to do a similar thing with Game of Thrones, because there's a lot of, well, there are a lot of things with Game of Thrones Season 8 to talk about, so I'll be very curious to hear people's opinions on that. If you have questions for the State of the Pod, feel free to hit me up on the Discord or Oz or Mary Sue, or send them into withoutanetpod at gmail.com, and I'll get them that way. Then I'll be setting up to answer them. I think that's everything, so I'm going to go ahead and get out of your way so that everybody can sit down and discuss what they want to do next. So last time we left off, everybody was kind of split up a little bit. Boz was over at the Mothers of Metahumanity Community Center finding out some information about one of the kids that used to be here, his mom. Meanwhile, Chuck, Mary Sue, and Michael were in a meeting with a representative from Verdant Acres about some fake Horizon community interest story. NRC was outside spying on them. Everybody finished up their meetings, and I believe they want to get back together for some reason. All right, so Chuck sends a message to Bob. We should meet at LaFay's, uh, 30 minutes? She sends a message back that says, I should be able to make it in 30. RC's in his own car, and Mike and Chuck are with Mary Sue in her car, and we're headed to LaFay's. Do you guys have any kind of conversation on your way there, or you just want to smash cut to pulling up outside the restaurant? Yeah, Chuck, do you have anything else to say? No, no, Chuck is just going to stay silent and mildly afraid. Roughly 20 to 30 minutes later, you guys show up outside of LaFay's. Do you let Morgana know you are coming, or do you guys just show up? Just show up. We're not going to talk to Morgana. We're just there to do our thing at McBobbers. The restaurant itself isn't busy. There's a few tables in here. As you guys come up, Michael, you will see that your sister is working and that she is excited to see you. And we'll strong-arm the hostess a little bit into making sure that she gets your table. <laughs> All right. See one of the other waiters giving her a little bit of a stink eye because clearly it was his turn to be sat in his section. Your sister picks up your menus and stuff and asks, are you going to your usual table or are you guys just kind of eating for real? I would say probably a table set aside. Not necessarily our usual table, but somewhere that's not exactly around a bunch of people if you follow. Yeah, I I think that I follow. And then she'll take you to one of the tables towards the back. She'll ask you guys if you want any kind of drinks or anything like that as she sits you down. or Drink. I, I think Mary Sue would, would order a drink. I think it's a good time for a whiskey sour. Yeah. I was second in emotion. A whiskey sour sounds about right. She will take your orders and head on out of there. Buzz shows up a few minutes late. Not too bad, but she's dressed like she just came from the office kind of thing. She hasn't worn clothes like that in a while. She's. You guys can probably see her. She doesn't see you immediately. She steps in, asks the host where you guys are seated, and 
finds her way over, puts her coat over the back of a chair and pulls up, and she sort of looks around, and she seems a little surprised that you guys have called her so soon. Right after you get settled, you will see that that is when Sasha comes back over and drops a tray of four whiskey sours? Mm-hmm. Afternoon drinking. Right into the table at everybody else's spot, and then looks at you like, can I get you something? Bourbon. Neat. She will nod and then head off real quick to go get that. So, uh, what's going on? Mary Sue will look to Mike. This run has gotten infinitely more complicated. It was starting to sound that way. What'd you find out? While I can't say anything for the location, I can say that the person we were talking to was infested. He was a bug. Buzz sort of squints. She says, really? How'd you find that out? I mean, does it, does it matter? Mike's, he's, he's a bug. It's a bug, Buzz. Okay. I don't know what you know about magic or whatnot. Everything has a signature. Everything has a presence. And when you look on the astral, everybody's presence, true presence is actually, it's sitting right there in front of you. If you have the skill to look for it and see what, see what's what I did that. And I saw the carapace. I saw the chit. I saw the insect looking back at me. Boz nods and she sighs and she just like puts her face in her hands and rubs her face. And she says, all right, well, How bad is this? Well, typically from what has been explained, this thing is, this place is cut off. There's no communications, very little going in. That is all descriptors of what would basically be, well, A, any of your corporates, but B, a hive. A hive is trying to stay low key. Everybody knows that if there's a hive involved, that one of the only ways you eliminate it is just about a tactical nuke or getting the flame squad in. Knight Errant would get involved. Lone Star would get involved. Everybody, because the bugs don't stop. They keep coming, and they eat, and they consume, and then they take over, and it just rinse and repeat, and there's just no stopping it. Okay, so why do they have a farm? Did you just not hear what I said? They're making it as a hive? Oh, I understand it's a hive, but... I don't know why they're making a farm. Maybe it's a cover. Maybe that's what it started as. I'm not sure. I don't even know if that entire building is a hive. I can't say. What I can say is the gentleman that we were meeting with is a bug. Ursie, think of it this way. If an apartment complex became a hive and got infested, that doesn't mean that they're starting a business as landlords. I'm going to say is they seem to produce food. I mean, it is a working farm. I would just make it, you know, an apartment building. But I'd just ask. I don't know. Maybe there's some nefarious food distribution plot. You know, that's how they get you. They put it into the food like fluorine and water. I guess my big question is, you think our, do you think that Johnson knew this? Or do you think this is all just a big coincidence? And whether he knows it or not, it doesn't matter. We're not doing this job. We're not walking in there. Mary Sue, I understand where boss is coming from. She's wondering if... We're being set up is is what that boils down to. Did the Johnson know that they're sending us into a hive, a bug-infested hell? There's no telling. Did the Johnson know whether or not he was hiring some low-rent criminals to walk into a hive? Does the Johnson even care? I'm pretty sure, given who we are, what I've been learning recently, nobody gives a dreck about us. And so, yeah, they're going to send us in there because who cares if we die? That's a 
best case scenario, what if it's the opposite? What if they do know who we are? We've pissed off, you know, I make the, the air quotes, the wrong people. And this is like, you know, they know this is shady and they send us in there and we get got and that, that was the plan. Okay. Maybe there's another angle to this too. If they don't know and they are just trying to screw over a company they, they think is legit. If they find out that it's a hive, then we may be off the hook. You guys don't understand. Public knowledge, a hive infestation. Go to Chicago. You will see the common everyday battlefield that it has become because of this kind of a problem. Any corporation, any businessman hears or learns of something becoming a hive or even the word bug shaman, it's not a matter of question of who's going to stab who in the back. It's a matter of that thing needs to be eliminated. Well, maybe they call the police right after we go down. I don't know. Is that what we should do? Call in some heavies? You know, a little, little, uh, buy burner phone, make a citizen's inform, you know, you know, make a phone call to the cops. Why make it anonymous? Maybe there's a reward for selling out a bug hive. We don't exist. We're wanted criminals. So no. Mm. Look, uh, we can't deal with this ourselves, right? Like we can't go in there and clear up bugs nests. We're not equipped for that. I don't even want to do that. And it can't stay there because it's only going to get worse. So yeah, if we, if we tell the Johnson that this is the situation and they decide to go to the authorities with it and have it nuked, I mean, it's going to happen one way or another. Yeah, it shouldn't be us. Hell, first drone I ever made, pop the top off beer balls. You know why I did that? I didn't want to do it myself. We have people to deal with this. Let's call them. I just, this whole thing is, yeah, complicated is a good way to put it. So what are we going to do? I think the only thing we can do is debate whether to tell the Johnson or not. Like, hey, this is evil as hell. We're calling in some flamethrower drones and some tanks or whatever. So heads up, good news. The farmers aren't going to be farming anymore. And if that was your big concern, uh, solved. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be really irresponsible to walk away from this thing without doing anything, even if it is just sending an anonymous tip to the authorities. Right. I don't want this city to turn into Chicago. And if they can deal with the nip in the bud now while it's just this factory and not a, a huge epidemic, then maybe that's the best outcome here. All right, I got two hits on my history check. Would I know about the Universal Brotherhood stuff? You would be better to answer that question than me. How public did that stuff get? Pretty sure it actually blew up in the news a bit, but it was like before Chuck was born. You could probably know some ideas about the Universal Brotherhood and their connection to bugs and that kind of thing. Probably know that they are responsible for Chicago, backing up what Michael said. So yeah, there was a a thing in Seattle even, uh, the, the Universal Brotherhood, where they uh, they were infested with bugs at one point. I don't know all the details, but uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was in Seattle and things eventually worked out. Uh, I think they brought in, like, teams to deal with it. Um, the other question I have is for uh, Michael. Do you think of any reason why they might want to turn us into bugs, specifically? Like, is there, you know, if you get specific people into bugs, is that useful? I don't know anything about these. No. They're, the bugs' main motivation is, just like almost any insect, it's to eat, consume, and multiply. They're trying to get another foothold here, not necessarily, not, not, and I don't mean here as in Seattle. I, I mean here as in on the prime physical plane. They're trying to literally just infest and consume. They don't care what they get. It seems like a, a bit of a coincidence that 
you just got back from bug-infested Chicago, and suddenly there's a bug situation here. You've been barely back for a couple weeks, right? You guys will hear the sound of a glass falling and hitting the ground, and you will turn and see Sasha has heard part of this conversation, and her face is just white and shocked and, oh, God, no. Mike has to get up and with a, a look, he just walks over to his sister and helps her pick up, and then he takes her and starts walking outside. We need to talk. When you go down to start picking up pieces, she'll also go down. She'll pull a rag from her. Things like, no, 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 no. So we were staying away from that. We are. I'm not going anywhere near that. I don't want to. We're not going back to Chicago. I'm not doing that. But it looks like it might be a bug here in the city. So I'm trying to find out and I'm trying to eliminate it. You promised. You promised. And then at this point, you've cleaned up the mess and you're kind of guiding her outside. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Well, Frag. Buzz just rubs her face again. Mary Sue is just slowly sipping her drink, a look of disbelief on her face. Bring the drink up and just kind of like eyes darting back, looking at everybody. All right. So we want to get this a little bit on topic and... Should we tell the Johnson? I don't see that we got much choice. Do we have a way to get in touch with him? Uh, yeah, we have his comm code. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't see any way how this is him trying to throw us under the bus. I don't think we've screwed anyone over. I haven't worked with you guys long enough to really know for sure, but and I don't think he works. The nature of the job is screwing people over. It's just a matter of whether someone figured out yeah. it was us. So my guess was uh, if he does know, he wants us to do it for cheap than what it's cheaper than what it's worth. So we uh we would just go in, I don't know, blind or something. And if he doesn't know, then maybe he'll cancel the job. Who knows? Well, yeah, I don't see that we have much choice. We have to tell the Johnson and either negotiate ourselves out of this this contract or I don't know. From the meeting with the Johnson, all he wanted was the the place shut down eventually. Or some sort of leverage against them, right? So if we call Firewatch on it, like that's his, he should be happy. Depends on whether they were hoping to acquire the building, because uh, it may not survive what comes next. Do they want the building if it was infested with bugs anyway? I don't know. There's a lot of variables, and I just, I just, this is an awful lot to take in in more time. I don't have any experience dealing with bugs. Mike does. Sounds like he doesn't want anything to do with it, so I'm going to follow his lead on that one. If he thought that there was a chance that we could take care of this situation, then maybe. But we're not exactly a bunch of strapped gangers looking looking to pick a fight with anything, especially bugs. Yeah, I like the easier payday. You know, go in, you know, break some glass, do a thing, get out. You know, this seems complicated. Speaking of complications, let's pop outside real quick to Michael and his sister as she's hyperventilating a little bit. I'll do my best to try to calm her down and knowing what we had to go through out there. Sasha, look, we're not, th- this is something I happened to stumble upon. Does, did, did Miss Morgana put you up to this? Does she know? No, I don't believe she knows. Or if she does know, it's not through this. This is not, this didn't have anything to do with Miss Morgana. But you're going to tell her, right? She needs to know. She can't put you in this kind of danger. She didn't put me in this kind of danger, Sasha. Like I said, this is not from her. If we, me and the other individual sitting at the table, deem that Morgana would have a better way to handle it, 
and help with it, then yes, we will tell Morgana. If we don't have to bother her with it, and then we won't. Um, it's going to be my recommendation that we get the law involved and people higher than us. She'll just take a couple of minutes and she'll start patting her little waitress apron, looking for some cigarettes, and she'll pull in and say, we get it. I can't smoke out front. I need to go around the back. Oh, let's go. She'll start walking that direction, going back and forth between trying to flick a later with one hand and switching it to the other, just very clearly frazzled. Mike will take out his own that he usually uses to light his cigars and light one for her. So about five to seven minutes or a cigarette of time will go by, and then you will see Mike will come back in through the front door. Sasha will come back in from the cook's entrance or the kitchen entrance. She still looks a little frazzled, but she's not freaking out, or maybe only internally. And Michael will rejoin you guys at the table, presumably anyway. Yes. So something that my sister actually brought up that I think needs to be brought to the table also, with something like this, should we involve Morgana? Why? She would also seem to have the power to take care of this problem with extreme prejudice. It's just a thought, something I'm throwing out there. If we feel we need to do something, I would prefer we go to Morgana than to law enforcement. Well, I mean, I, I know a guy in law enforcement who might be able to help. So, uh, I, I think Morgana might be the better way to go. She might know, nothing against you, Chuck, she might know more powerful people than who you know. People that could actually get something done. Okay. Not just shake down. Ex-college students that lost their job. Hmm. I don't know why we don't just call Firewatch. Like, why? Like, what? <laughs> uh, what let's make a phone call. They come in. They burn everything to the ground. Move on. I don't know. I, I can do a quick matrix search for, you know, Firewatch 911, but I don't think it's actually a thing. I'm a 800 burning eight. I don't know. So with four hits, you're going to find out that it's not like 1-800-BURN-8, like some people think but you will be able to get a basically an insect spirit tip line where they will take information and they want proof, but they do mention offering rewards for credible information, we'll call it. All right, then I um, DNI the information to Michael. Was it just to me? Yeah, since you're the person who has the proof. Okay, well, I will take that and forward it to the entire group, DNI over to Chuck. Being able to astrally perceive these things, I can't exactly uh, record it on digital to get something video to them. We can give the guy's name, his information, and tell them to go and investigate it. But, I, you know, it's not something that I can physically, oh yeah, here you go, drop into their lap, if that makes sense. Sure. I don't know how magic works. Is there any information that we could gather that would be persuasive? without putting ourselves at too much risk. That's going to have to be if we go into the building. That's what it's going to boil down to. Yeah. Maybe one of our sees drones if he's willing to put that at risk. But And I don't... If this guy lives on the compound or if he lives outside of the compound, RC, were you able to get anywhere with that? I'm trying to remember. I flew around the compound. You flew around the compound. You flew a fly spy onto the vehicle and left it there as it began to drive back towards the Verdant Acres place. You will notice, now that he brings it up and you look at your feed, that the flight path of said fly spy went from where you guys were, where you had lunch, 
and then in a semi-direct route towards Verdant Acres and is currently parked in their parking lot. There wasn't any crazy stops that, like, as you look and you look closer at the route that was traveled, it's like, okay, you stopped here for three quarters of a second at a red light and nothing that was like, oh, he pulled into this parking lot. Plenty of time for him to get out and grid guided. It looks like it was a pretty much a straight line that was maybe a, a little bit of a scenic route, perhaps because somebody got spooked at the meet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely, you know, offer Paul the data. I mean, what do, you, what do you think about this, Mike? It shows that he's going back to the domicile. I mean, it doesn't show that he's parking or living anywhere. No, I think we need to somehow get our hands on an image or a video of something that's real clear. Yes. Not just for Firewatch, but if, even if we go to the Johnson, we can't just say, oh yeah, there's bugs there. Sorry about it. He may just think that we couldn't hack the job. We need something. I don't like it, but. I like this newfound appreciation for professional thoroughness. I guess it had to come about with, you know, evil, soul-possessing cockroaches. My understanding of this particular scene that we're in is it doesn't take kindly to people who just ditch on jobs. So we gotta do something. We had to do, like, spray raid at one, and he shrivels up and puts all of his arms and legs towards his body, uh, finds one passed out in the tub, hit it with some raid, what? Fire? Mike just dead flat glares at you, RC. Can I catch it molting? Does it molt? Maybe you don't understand the gravity of this, but pesky little jokes about bug insecticide just ain't going to cut it. Buzz looks at Mike and, and she says, is there, I mean, you got some experience with these things, probably more than you'd like. Is what kind of stuff could we expect to find inside of a nest that would be definitive proof? That, well, they're going to be taking bodies to possess and take over, so probably find a lot of that. I mean, it depends on where we go. They're probably going to have different sections of this compound broken up, one for a public face and one one for what they're not going to show anybody. I gotcha. Maybe this is it. We just have to get a fly spy in there. How hard can it be, right? Get a fly spy in there. We can get some footage of some sketchy track and just whatever we decide to do, we can use it. It doesn't sound very risky. There's another way that I don't think is risky, but tell me if I'm wrong. Um, we've sort of set up the expectation that we will meet again with the bug that we saw earlier, right? Malaria. So we set up another meet in a couple days with the footage of what we want to do. And maybe we'll, you know, give some college kid a couple hundred new yen to do video editing. Because I'm not a good video editor, just saying. Um, we meet with him. We black bag him, put him in the back of RC's truck. And that's our proof. Because if Michael can see it, someone else can see it. At that, Mirisu just quickly stands up, knocking the chair back and walks away from the table. What did I say? I don't think you so much said anything so much as she really doesn't want anything to do with this bug situation. <sighs> None of us want anything to do with it. I mean, it's like a horrible plan. I don't know. Yeah, but she's a critical point in this. Uh, maybe we should investigate her first. She appears to have a bug up her ass. Jeez. Uh, oh, God. I let her clear her head. Mike, does that sound doable to you? It- it's not going to set off some kind of trigger if we capture this guy, is it? It might. It's a hive mind mentality. Yeah, that was my concern. Quite literally in this, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's hive mind. So, yeah, they are able to talk to each other. So you're saying that he, w- he would be bugged? <laughs> oh, geez. oh, come on, hell. 
you have to have some jokes to lighten it up. It's a serious topic. I always going to sit here and be dour. If we all want to be dour, that's what boss is for, okay? We can't all be that 24-7 dour here, people. Hmm. There's a lot of dead people inside that building. I'm not feeling all that humorous. But do you know a bunch of them? I do know that the community that that's in is vulnerable. I do know that. Okay, like I said, we grab one of these shitbirds, we call Firewatch, make a call to Johnson, and we do it anonymously. We're public heroes. What else can you ask for? Michael, is there a way to turn off the mind link thing? Because, like, because like, it's, you know, Matrix stuff, you can, like, noise it and, you know, silence it that way. Is there anything? I honestly have no idea. Rollercotta. One way or another, it does seem riskier than just getting some footage. Four successes, I think I'll be able to try that. So, theoretically, you could try something like a mana barrier or similar to interfere with communications from a lone bug to the hive. It's theoretical, but it's something that could potentially happen. Or if you were to knock it out, then it's obviously not communicating anything either way. Honestly, we're probably supposed that. I just didn't want to sound stupid as a player. Like, can we just punch him in the face, knock him out cold, put him in the back of the van? If he's out cold, is that a thing? Could he still be like internally like, help me, fellow bug friends? Yeah, it's just the thing is, is Michael doesn't have any experience of just knocking them out or how that works. I will bring up the theoretical aspects of Mana Barrier being able to do something about it. But, I mean, it's only theoretical. Nothing's been actually proven because once a bug or an infestation is made known, it's not a matter of, oh, we need to capture one for posterity's sake. It's kill it, kill it with fire, don't let anything walk away, burn the ground, salt the earth, you're done. Well, if we do this, we can do all three. Knock him out, put him in the bag, man a barrier, back of the van. You know, there you go. And bring it where? Like where? The local firewatch office. They come in, ready to rock. They open the van. They do some testing, presumably. Holy crap, these guys are right. Tie a note around this asshat's neck that says, by the way, all of his friends are over at the farm. And uh, then we all sit back and have a pint. My understanding is that these guys don't frag around. I They'd probably quarantine us. We'd be stuck in there for testing. We also don't exist, and they're kind of an authority. We wouldn't be there. We would, like, you know, call Firewatch and say, hey, there's a bug at the corner of Courthouse and Vine. You guys may want to look into that. They show up. It's confirmed through us via the same call. By the way, they're all over at the farm, and they roll. There's no way to trace that back to us. Throw the bone in the trash. Move on. I don't know if I like this. Mike, what do you think of this plan? You've got the experience with these guys. My experience with these guys was apply a a large amount of explosives and collapse everything in the area and blow it to kingdom come. I didn't call fire squad. Well, they probably have the explosives. Them saying get proof. I mean, yeah. Okay. RC, we'll get the bug. We'll knock the bug out. We'll wrap him in a mana barrier. We'll tie him in a bow tie, set him on a corner so that when he does wake up, when firewatch eventually shows up, he can call his friends and get help. Can we just put them on, like, a knockout drip of drugs? Sure, if you want any ganger in the street to just walk by, ooh, hey, free drugs, score. Well, maybe not in the middle of a street. Sorry, we'll put him in a hotel room. Is there any reason why we can't just get some footage and not have to actually tangle with abducting a dangerous creature that could call down hell on us if anything goes wrong? I don't see anything that would stop us from having to do that. So why don't we do that instead of this very complicated 
I don't know anything about these bugs, but they seem to exist based on sneaking around and being sneaky. I know bugs, at least the normal small kind, that I wish, and they're sneaky. And that means they understand sneakiness, and they would probably be thinking about things like flyspies and drones. And if they catch wind of this, they're going to hack that thing, try to trace it back to me, and before we can do anything, they will immediately go to some kind of holy crap, scatter at the light bulb, when the, you know, when the light bulb comes on, scatter and run away. And then we've called something even worse. We had an opportunity to call in some heavies to legally come in here and light these asshats on fire. And instead, all we've done is alert them that they've been detected and allow them to go wherever some backup base is. We would have allowed that to happen if we screw it up. Well, Matrix-wise, that can be covered for tracking. You just drive around in a circle. I'll give it a shot, but if it goes to shit, like the next thing we do is when some bug plucks my flasp out of the air, and crushes it is speed down Firewatch. Well, no, I'm saying for tracking us purposes, for the Matrix, once you know you've been detected, or, you know, we can monitor for if they're trying to find you, right? And if they are searching you, you just say bye-bye to that drone. You kill all connection, and then, uh, you know, if they did happen to get our position, we're going to be in a vehicle moving. They're going to know where we were at one time, but then we can just... Keep driving, remove it from our pan so it's no longer trackable, and reset everything. We should be good. What do you think, boss, Mike? So, Mary Sue, you went over towards the bar, I presume? Is that the other major fixture in here, or did you go somewhere else? Yeah, to the bar. Bartender will see you approaching and begin pouring you another whiskey sour. She'll tell him no. Water. He'll shrug his shoulders like, oh, okay, and then get you a glass of water, lemon. No. Puts it out there. Little straw. Little coaster. Got you anything else? Shake her head. Just stir the water with a straw. Do you look seriously distressed? Yes. The bartender will begin trying to engage you in small talk? No. She will put him off. Politely. He, being a bartender of several years probably, because this is a fancy joint, will pick up on your uh uh-huhs and back off. The next thing you will hear out of him after a couple of minutes is going to be a good afternoon, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And you will see Morgana walking in, and whoever is sitting at the table that you guys are sitting at that is facing out into the restaurant, you guys will see Morgana walk in. Mary Sue's not going to move. I mean, this is Morgana's restaurant. I'm sure she comes in for business every day. Chuck will see her and then DNI everyone quickly. Just like, hey, we should quiet down. Morgana's here. She might interrupt. I'm not sure if we want to tell her yet. She will continue to walk past you guys, not stopping to say hi or even really looking at you, just kind of heading to the back to do whatever it is she is here to do. Sue stays at the bar. Do I see my sister anywhere out on the floor? Did you guys order food at all, or did you guys just continue to get drinks? Did you guys get refills on your drinks or anything? I probably would have gotten refills on mine. Chuck wouldn't got food and probably still just sipping at his whiskey sour. Well, she's going to flag the waitress now. Where, where do y'all source y'all's food from? Sasha will come over to answer your question. I I don't know. I could go ask the chef. Yeah, I'm all of that gluten-free stuff, so if you could just find that out for me, I'd appreciate it. She'll look from you down to the alcohol in front of you. Yeah, there's no gluten in this. It's, this is... Mike will just nod his head. She's like, right. And then she will go into the back for a minute or two, and then she'll come back out and begin to name a couple of different places that they get their produce from this place. They get their general paper supplies from this place and their foodstuffs from this other place, none of which is Verdant Acres nor the quick way delivery people. 
I guess that's a relief. Chuck Waldy and I to Michael. Are we going to tell your sister to stay quiet? Not tell Morgana? I told her that if we deem it a more prudent case of action, that we would let Morgana know. Okay. Didn't want her blabbing if we weren't ready. Even if she does, I really don't think Morgana would do anything unless... Oh, no, you never know. She might take things out of turn. I don't know. No, I, I can't speak on more how Morgana's going to act. All right. So, well, idea and I, Mary Sue, are you going to come back over here? We need to decide if we're even going to tell the Johnson or not. <sighs> Show message back. Yeah, just two minutes. Like I said, if we do decide to tell the Johnson, then we should show up with some evidence. So maybe we want to take care of that first. A tense minute or two will go by, and Mary Sue, you will feel a tap on your shoulder. Uh, show, look. It's Sasha. Mary Sue, just smile. A strange smile. Oh, okay. Um, hi. Uh, can I, can I help you? You'll see that she looks kind of like how you feel right now, too. Also kind of fighting it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of reach in and, and give you a hug. Uh, Mary Sue will kind of be a little taken aback at first, arms just at her side, but eventually she'll hug her back. <laughs> You're not going to go in there, are you? Uh, no, I'm not going to go in there, and I'm going to try real hard to get them to not go in there either. She'll sob a little bit and spring her head up and, you know, wipe a tear. So they, they took somebody very special from me in Chicago. Mary Sue will just look confused. Who? Mike got his family out of Chicago. She'll wipe at her nose real quick and just like, her name was Tanya. And she'll kind of look over at the table where everybody is, look back at Sasha, It kind of walk the opposite way, away from the table, and uh, kind of almost inviting her to continue. May as well get it all out. Can I have her, like, sit down at the bar next to you? No, we're going to walk away from the bar, probably find an empty table off to the side, sit down, and Mary Sue will kind of, you know, just wait for her to go on in her own time. She will tell you a little bit about Chicago, about them living in a really shit situation. Her, her brother, her mom were all in this in between a squatter and low lifestyle. She will tell you about this girl that she met, Tanya. She'll tell you that they didn't meet under the best of circumstances. It was in a fight over some supplies. But then they bumped into each other a couple more times trying to just survive. And then it started to be a thing. And they started seeing each other intentionally. And then they started working together to take care of all of their needs. And then she disappeared one day. Didn't know what happened. Didn't know if she met somebody else. Didn't know if she was dead in some gang violence. And then somebody kicked a nest, as it were, and there was Tanya, half bug, just antennas and little mandibles coming out of her mouth and her body all twisted and mangled with extra little legs poking out the sides and two shrunken wings on her back. And there was a couple of them and they were just flying around grabbing people and she goes from sad into angry and just very matter-of-factly towards the end of it, where it's just, like, clearly traumatic. Mary Sue will reach out a hand and put it over one of Sasha's hands. She'll say, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. It, I, it's terrible to lose to lose somebody that you care about. Does, um, does your brother 
Have you told your brother about this? She'll look over towards the table, come back a little bit towards the emotional side and be like, no, we just, we didn't really talk about the time there. We both know it was terrible and didn't really tell my family about her. It was just kind of, didn't want to have to worry about another mouth to feed, even though we were taking care of ourselves. And it just seemed so, so selfish to want something for me when we were struggling to survive. Well, I, I, I think your brother would, would like to know and you should, you should tell him because that, that's a big loss for you. And, and he would, he would want to be there for you to help you get past it. So definitely. Yeah. You should definitely talk about it. Don't keep it, don't keep it inside. It's just going to eat away at you. She had been rubbing her hand a little bit during this whole conversation. And you see as she stops and puts her hand on top of yours, she's got a coil of twisted wire around one of her fingers in a makeshift ring. What are you guys at the table doing? My assumption is that we've been going back and forth, kind of going over the same things. Going in a circle. Yeah. Yeah, every now and again, Michael glance up and take a look over there see what's going on. It's just Mary Sue and your sister having a conversation. At a point where your conversation, Mary Sue, has kind of died down, where she's playing with this makeshift ring, and Sasha will look at you, then look past you. She's like, I, Diane is waving me down. I've got another table. Mary Sue will quickly, like, give her uh, one of the burner comlink numbers and, and say, if, you know, if you if you want to talk, just, just here, just, just reach out and, and talk to me. But really, Michael would, Michael would want to know, too. You need to talk to him. He loves you so much, and he would want to know what's going on with you. So definitely um, trust your brother and, and confide in him. Talk to him. She will stand up and begin putting herself back together a little bit. It's like, yeah, maybe maybe when all this is blown over. And Mary Sue will let her go get back to work, but Mary Sue will probably stay at that table a, a little longer. You guys are sitting across the restaurant. You can see their little conversation break up and Sasha get up and go back to work. She goes over. There is a table of two business guys, not any specific corporate brand, but just very nice, clearly tailored, probably custom suits, very well put together and are sitting in one of the corner booths getting ready to have lunch. It looks like about 30 seconds after Sasha leaves and Chuck notices Mary Sue still sitting at the table. He'll DNI to Mary Sue, like, you're, you're making sure that she's not gonna blab or something? DNI back, no, I was having an actual conversation for once. Oh, sorry. And then just on my way, and she'll get up and head back to the table. Can you roll me two dice real quick, Mary Sue? Okay. Woohoo. Thank you. You're welcome. Mary Sue rejoins the table. Chuck, do you have anything else to say? 
<laughs> or anything else you want to do on the on the way. <laughs> it sounds like a no, yeah. No, no, Chuck is just going to stay silent and mildly afraid. At least you're riding with the Drake. That's progress, right? Sure. <laughs> Depends upon how you want to look at it. She could turn into a giant monster and breathe fire on you at any moment. I saw it in a trid once. Oh, God. She will take your orders and head on out of there. Just to be clear, we weren't all arriving at the same time, were we? It was like the three of you in the one vehicle, and I assume that RC is right close to behind one of you. Oh, did I show up where I wasn't supposed to be there? Damn it. Well, you were following mm-hmm. the other guy? We're just backing up. <laughs> no, no, no so like good. You were following the other vehicle, and then they were like, yo, we need to have a meeting, so it's real easy for you to, to veer off. You weren't driving for that long before. Yeah. Plus, I drive faster than everybody else, because I know how. True. Wow. So you guys feel free to... It's like the thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to just come in and like, say it's a little bit later? I think Boz would take a little while to get there, but like... I don't yeah, know. no, I mean, the rest of us can sit there and hang and talk a bit until you show up. That's fine. But we're not going to reveal anything until you walk in. <laughs> okay. If that's what you're trying to get out of us, you're Damn not going to get it. You just you got me. Right in the, I right, got you. Right in the deceptive part. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> Sasha has heard part of this conversation, and her face is just white and shocked. And, oh, God, no. We don't even get, like, a perception roll or something <laughs> to prevent this situation from happening. <laughs> I'm gonna like pay well, attention I to who the they're five in. successes that Bamps had with question marks was Sasha uh, listening in. That was it was something. Thought, <laughs> it, so it was combined between you guys. You have thirteen luck or thirteen edge. So I rolled thirteen dice to see uh, kind of how things were going to be going as far as like the people around you, um, and kind of just shy of avoiding something happening. And since I only got five instead of like the six that I was looking for, um, she happened to wander over that time because you guys are all like deep in this conversation and like serious shit's going down. Like, are they out to get us? And kind of tunnel visioned a little bit. So you'll head around back of the restaurant, popping back inside. Do you guys have anything else to talk about, or do you just want to fast forward time a little bit and wait for Michael to come back in? I have nothing. Yeah, Mary Sue is just drinking that drink and ordering another one. She's well, your waitress is there right now. Well, she's going to flag somebody down with a Walk snap. Walk over to snap. the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but Mary Sue, is, Mary Sue is trying to... She's agitated, but she is trying to remain calm. And more whiskey will help with that, I'm sure. Of course. Um, What doesn't whiskey help with? Right? <laughs> <laughs> not just shake down ex-college students that lost their job uh, the dock wagon burn center is right down the street <laughs> it was a burn on the cop on the KE guy not Chuck he threw his job in there <laughs> but pesky little jokes about bug insecticide just ain't gonna cut it uh, to jump in to, to jump in real quick uh, bug spirits do actually have an allergy to insecticides and pesticides. 
Yeah, but not to the level of what we would be able to get our hands on. Cool. Just making sure that you knew what was going on. Yep. And, and, and I, also, I more importantly, RC is technically right. The best kind of right. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we can get a hell of a lot of raid. I mean, you can buy the stuffer shack. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, you know. Is that movie yeah, where they killed? What was that? What was that movie? Evolution. They killed a big giant evil alien with like silicone from shampoo. That's all we gotta do. Get like 30, 40 raid cans. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're halfway there. I like how it was described as a, like an allergy when bug spray and insecticides are just nerve agents. <laughs> they have an allergy. Everyone's got an allergy to nerve nerve toxins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nerve toxin in my eyes. My only weakness. <laughs> None of which is Green Acres or the Quick Way Delivery People. Verdant Acres. Sorry. What did I say? You said Green Acres. Green Acres. Uh, well. <laughs> Close enough, I guess. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. They took somebody very special from me in Chicago. So, out of character, would Mike have told Mary Sue about that? During that conversation, I don't know if she told Michael about that conversation. Okay, all right, all right. So, what are you guys at the table doing? I'm still waiting for that. Crying quietly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no big deal. <laughs> Look, I had to bring up somebody else that was traumatized, just like Mary Sue was traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever find out who? Yes, RC, you found out that it was not Vernon Acres or the Quickway people that did the food deliveries here. Thank God. Okay. They do have some gluten free options. Just so if you need to know. They're sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you roll me two dice real quick, Mary Sue? Just two D6s? Yeah, two six sided dice. That is exactly my edge pool. That's exactly one and one more <laughs> D6. Okay. Woo-hoo. Thank you. You're welcome. Mary Sue rejoins the table. Sits down, has her water with her, and just kind of looks to everybody to see what they've come up with now. So where are we at? Just out of character. Like, Do we have like a <laughs> consensus on what we want to do? I don't want to keep going over the same, like, options in our own circles. Well, my vote is to tell the Johnson without evidence if he raises the price knowingly because he knew it was bugs. I don't know if he's cancels, if he cancels the job, then we're out of it. But I don't know from there. I really think we need evidence before we go to the Johnson, personally. But that's me. What do other people think? Other people think you're quiet. Mm. Am I quiet? Yes. A little, yeah. Let's see, I'll turn up a bit. I think that either way I look at it, I really don't want to physically step foot inside that place because I don't know if I'll come out. Yeah, I don't really want to, like, interact with these bugs in any way that isn't like a drown. I want them gone. I want them eliminated, but I don't know how we can go about doing that. My vote is, if we have to risk it, I only want to do it once. If we go to the Johnson without proof, and he believes us, 
and that's enough, and then we're done, we're happy. But if he doesn't believe us and he wants proof, then we can go in. Right? It's We only have to do the risk if it's necessary. That sounds alright. That's my reasoning behind not doing anything first. So is that the plan you guys all tell Mary Sue then? Well, I think we're still debating if we get evidence first or not. Okay, well, let me know when the debate's over. I mean, you can have an opinion on it, too. I will once I... I, I you you would ask the question, what did we decide on? What's our consensus? No, I mean, as a... Mary Sue sat down and said, okay, what did you got? I know, that's... So I'm out of character. I'm waiting to hear what your consensus is. I mean, my well, the reason I'm asking is because I want to know what everyone wants wants to do with this job, not like what the consensus okay. table is. So, me, the player, is I'm not going in that building. I'm not gonna go mess with bugs. Yeah, we'll and all die if we go in there. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go tell a Johnson. Sorry, here's your magic seeds back. You're on your own. And if he goes, no, 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 I'll pay. No. And if he causes a problem on the player, it would just go. Mm, I'll just kill him. because dead johnsons can't talk about my bad rep (laughs) ironclad logic (laughs) yeah i will i will definitely say that like if it comes to it and they're like okay so we didn't talk about the bugs but we still want you to do this job here we'll give you some extra money i would say take your money and shove it up your ass Mm -hmm. whether he knew about the bugs or not is irrelevant here you go Sorry about your luck. I'm out. Yes, we need to do something about the bugs. I say just tell Morgana. She knows more powerful people. Yes, that's what... Just run back to Mama Morgana. Mama Morgana. I'm not sure that Boz actually trusts Morgana to, like, do the right thing, though. I don't know if Morgana, like... Let's break it down real quick. You guys have decided that you wanted to... You don't want any parts of this. I think that's think I'm a bad person for putting you in this situation. <laughs> no, I think this is great because what it does is it tells players listening that it's okay to walk away from a job when you realize that you're in over your head. It's perfectly alright to go, no, I'm not taking this job and walk away. And this is the first job that Shadowrunners actually, that we as Shadowrunners have actually walked away from. Which yeah. In a regular gig that happens all the time. I think this is a good learning thing for people to hear. It's okay to walk away from a job. I think that we can play with the sort of ramifications of the fact that there's this mm-hmm. hive. Like, I think we can play with that and do stuff around it. I don't think as yeah. a group, any of us, any of the characters are like, yeah, so that's terrifying. Let's do it for the <laughs> sake of the game. I, I maybe we are maybe we're overreacting a little bit. Like maybe you plan for a season and it would have been fine. I didn't mean to get that inside baseball on it. Yeah. I no, I'm I think this is we're playing it pretty straight. I mean there's an entire yeah. group of extremely badass heavy hitters waging a semi war, if not all out war, with evil bug spirits. Let's call in those guys. <laughs> Let's call in the right? colonial marines. Hell yeah. Or at least yeah. that's what we believe. We don't know that they're infested. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I'm sorry, it's just Mary Sue heard the story of Chicago. Everyone dies. I, <laughs> Mary Sue was like, I don't want everyone to die. And I'm sorry, it might sound selfish. Mary Sue's dealing with a lot of shit on her own. She doesn't need to go deal with bugs, too. <laughs> Things getting too weird for Mary Sue. It's too much. Exactly. So we have 
We're not, we ain't doing this job. Fuck that noise. We're going to go talk to the Johnson, and I hope he becomes an asshole so I can kill him in Drake form. <laughs> From what I see and what has been talked about, there are three people that you can tell four, depending upon how you want to look at it. You can tell Morgana. You tell the Johnson. You can make an anonymous tip to Firewatch, where Chuck can call up this police guy that he knows. <laughs> I love that tactone ending. It's sort of like, you can tell this beat cop. So he's not a beat cop. Oh. He's like, to the degree that Chuck knows or understands this, he is like shadow running investigator dude. Because oh. he told Chuck that he's pretty sure that Mary Sue, who he gave the story of like, I don't know why I'm going all this, this in depth on it, <laughs> was like, he told this guy that he met her recently they started hanging out sort of dating and then she was asking him about doing this thing and he's like so have you ever heard of shadow runners before cause this sounds like a shadow run <laughs> Chuck and I never dated what Mary Sue and Chuck never dated why you would you tell a cop that that was that was your cover that was Chuck's uh. cover Chuck's cover? Okay. Yeah. Remember? Uh, Chuck's cover. They, said they, they look, they <laughs> look so cute cover. together. Boz was a janitor. Mm-hmm. I'm dying here. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, God. Um, to bring things back around? I think one, yeah. of the reas- one, of the, one of the reasons that I would like to get evidence, because I would like to play with this idea, like, we can interact with it without going in. And that's just me wanting to play a game a little bit. Like, you're probably right. Maybe we could just go to the, the Johnson and, like, be mm-hmm. like, hey, there's bugs. And they could be like, oh, well, never mind then. Let's move on to the next thing. But if we, like, it'd be fun to give RC something to do with his drones. And we can sort of, like, stress over whether or not it's going to go bad and see what happens. And that's fine. You guys could do that. I just know Mary Sue's going to say, I'm not, I don't want any part of it. Neither should you. There's eight answers here. There's <laughs> tell. Johnson with evidence, tell Johnson without evidence, and then the other three guys the same way. You know that <laughs> Firewatch will ask for some kind of evidence if you anonymous call them. I, I guess I can't figure out. I mean, yes, I'd love to have a guns blazing type of thing, but like you know, bugs are scary, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't under like they have a natural enemy that's not that like they are they are more illegal than we are. That's a pretty pretty narrow list. Ergo, it's one of the few options where you can just call the cops. <laughs> you know, like, 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 you know, sort of like if you're a thief and you break into someone's house and, you know, you find like all, you know, I don't know, like, you know, 14,000 pounds of heroin. You find, like, we were just here to like take a TV. This guy's got like 14,000 pounds of heroin. We don't, we don't like the gorillas community. That kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so I guess, I guess, Mike, well, I have a, I have a quick question. It's sort of a rules thing. Um, and I, because I, I haven't read extensively about the bugs and their abilities and what the hives are like and stuff. I know about them, um, but I don't know about the minute, the minutia. I guess. Um, is there a serious like my? I never under, I never really had the impression that like bugs could like detect a fly spy and hack a fly spy. Was that just RC pulling stuff in his ass, or is that was was that something <laughs> you could do? So there are three flavors of bugs. There is full-on spirit version which is basically like the bug spirit consumes the host and then the host is no more 
and then it's just kind of like a normal spirit. There's the, I think they're flesh forms, which are people, bug spirit mutants. Which is probably what we're dealing with. Um, and then there is, I don't remember what the other one is, it's like true forms or something like that, which are bug spirits wearing meat sacks a la Men in Black. The guy you met with was a bug wearing a meat suit. An Edgar suit. Yes, he was wearing an Edgar suit. Edgar does this, suit. Does this answer the question, though? <laughs> like, can they... So, the... On some degree, they could try and hack stuff, or they could have... But they're no better at it than, like, we send a fly spy into a police station and had no problems. Like, why would, would a bug be more dangerous? A bug hive? Like, do they have some way of, like, instantly detecting, like, I'm, like as if, you know, by magic sort of deal? I don't know. Like, this isn't stuff that I don't think Boz would know. I haven't rolled the stat, relevant stat yet. I, I guess I was oh. coming from the point they obviously use machinery and equipment and electronics, so it's not a huge stretch to be, like, you know, that's relatively a basic thing, you would think, right? They could potentially have bug matrix security, or they could have normal security because they are a corporation and they clearly use other corporate stuff. They could very easily have normal matrix security there. But they're not going to be better at it than your average. Probably not. Right. Right. Um, And it could be outsourced even for matrix security, right? Could be. Could be. Outsource their delivery. Nobody nobody necessarily knows that they're bugs. Yeah, and and just just to counter this, by the way, uh, you know, to, to, to buttress my previous point, the average corporation would hire security to keep people from intruding into their shit. Because, I mean, it's common sense. You don't get cased. These bugs are illegal in existence. So if I'm them, I'm hiring the best of the best because if I get found out, I'm going to get annihilated by a team of flamethrower, you know, to them, flamethrower-wielding maniacs. (laughs) Eh. I'm skeptical. But it doesn't matter. For the sake of expediency, like, the easiest thing that we could do next is to talk to the Johnson just right away. Like, that would be a really easy scene to have. We can kind of go from there. Maybe we should just do that. I don't know. Also, to metagame a bit, Mary Sue's going to be away for the next two sessions. Oh, no. She's Uh, she's moving. Three. Uh, Yeah, I don't get my computer back until April 5th. Find your sister. Install Discord on her computer. Like, what kind of phone? Well, then, Mary's- I do have my phone, but I can't get on roll 20 and do on my phone. Yeah, one of us can actually help you with that, too. We Make can figure something print out your PDF. Okay. All right. If you guys want me to, I, I got a, a headset specifically for the phone, so it would be better yeah, quality can, and, and whatnot. You can see what it is. It sounds uh, like. So- it sounds okay. like bit like this whole like Mary Sue doesn't want to go in the building was sort of a way to excuse Mary Sue for a little while, was it? No, no, no. whether I was here or not, Mary Sue wasn't going in that <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm already like a, a monster. I don't need to be a bug monster. <laughs> be bug dragon. Bug dragon. Bug drake. Oh, uh, just be a dragon beetle. Oh <laughs> But yes, I am I am gone. Um I fly out next Wednesday, and I don't get my stuff until April 5th, and hopefully I'll have an apartment soon after that and everything. So, yeah. April 5th, that's like a month from now. It is. Well, in that case, we should probably try to get some stuff tonight. Yeah. Which person do you want to call and talk to? I think the Johnson 
is yeah. the number one call. It's the easiest thing to do. Let's call Senior, because mm. I would love to just kill him. <laughs> As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. Bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to, to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to journal on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews, so... But it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without an End podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else, so... Sound Guy Oz here. Once again, the excellent music you've heard today was Even of a Daydream, produced by Bird Creek Royalty Free and found on the YouTube. Sound effects are provided by freesound.org and by Sirenscape, all of which is covered under the Creative Commons license. Catch you next week. Oh dear God, I need to find more music for the outro, because Even of a Daydream is killing me.